You are now tuned into the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Off the hook. Off the hook. You know? Vans. Off the wall since 1960. Motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan. I'm D Jones. I got the ghost with me. We got Ants One behind the scenes, keeping them tunes popping. It's a cool thing. Still. What is on the schedule for this week? Hey man, we got the good homie Jesse Alba in the building. Young legend in the game. You know what I'm saying? Frog skateboards, shouts. Uh, we put some respect on them because we got educated. Yeah, y'all thought we burnt that bridge with frog skateboards, but we back friendship stronger than ever. <laughs> yeah, Alba in the building. Funny ass homie. Then we going straight to the post office. The homie Paul Duncan coming through with another epic voice note. And then you know what time it is. NBA free agency part two. Our boy Kawhi has moved on, but it's all good up here in the north. Big episode, man. It's all good because we're the champions, man. Real shit. But still the champions, dog. Until <laughs> September or October, whenever that shit starts, y'all can go and get whatever fucking player you want. It don't matter, man. Because you want what we got at the end of the day. Reggie, we the champs until the last game of the finals next year. Yeah. Straight the fuck up. Larry O.B. resides in Canada and uh, Toronto, to be specific. With that said, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Keep sending your emails into TheBuntLive at gmail.com. And head straight the fuck over to our website, TheBuntLive.com. Every episode logged. Listen to whatever you want. We got them all, man. Your favorite skaters, they are on the website. Drop us a line in the post office on the website. And uh, I'm forgetting something. What else is on the website? Oh, the web store? Yo, thank you so much, everyone. The web store popped off hard. Uh, it's still open. We got a few things left. But I appreciate the support, man. That was a overwhelming amount of love we got absolutely the podcast world champs t-shirt flew off the shelves epic timing with the raptors and us winning another championship at the same time couldn't have worked out better but like the ghost said still a couple things available we got some hats we got some hoodies head on over to the buntlive.com and uh fill up your shopping cart man don't be shy <laughs> real shit Y'all know what time it is. We are getting very accustomed to the ghost shout-out of the week. What's it going to be? Bro, I'm sorry, but the skate game flopped this week for me. Uh, nothing got me juiced. Shouts to Mark Suchu because I just watched some old parts, and that's always motivating. Jesus H. What Sabotage about- 4, man. He snapped in that short part. What Watch about, it. What about our Instagram post with two bunt alumni, Bobby DeKaiser and Wade D? Yeah, maybe they can get a shout-out of the week, too, man. Some first-try Mannies from the homies. No biggie. Love you guys rocking our t-shirts and shit. So this week, like we said, we got Jesse Alba, son of the legend Steve Alba in the building. Absolutely hilarious, homie. 
was good to connect with them. Some thought this would never happen, but never say never at the bun, man. Doing his thing for Stussy, Nike, and Frog. Jesse's out here shredding on that cool guy lifestyle. We love it. Pleasure to have him inside Studio E. Reggie, I'm going to go hit the fridge and grab a, a green can, you dig? Actually, they got a blue can now. IPA. Let me hit one of those. Steam Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner. The only buzz. All right, y'all. We got Jesse Alba in the building. What's happening, man? How's life in New York? Uh, it's been... It's all right. It's good. <laughs> Went to Nuge's 40th birthday last night, so pretty much couldn't be better. <laughs> Seifo was also celebrating Nuge's 40th birthday last night, man. You gonna be all right today? I think I'm a, I'm gonna make it, man, but <laughs> I'm, I'm happy I'm not the only one with a little hangover right now. Yeah. Gonna need some steam whistle. Oh. <laughs> you guys are both on the waters right now, so hopefully by the end of this, you get a steam whistle in you. Yeah, that'd be nice. So if you listen to the show, you know we start everyone off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Shit. <laughs> skate moment is so fucked. I know the sports one was like when I was way younger when the Lakers were in the finals against, I want to say like the Spurs or something. There's some fucked up Derek Fisher three-point last minute like oh, i don't yeah. think they won the finals or nothing but it was in one of the games yeah that was i think that. that was the conference finals when he yeah. hit the, the shot with point four. yeah that was insane but then they went on to lose to the pistons in the finals yeah that respect was, that was <clears throat> fucked that shot's pretty sweet skate moment fuck <laughs> it's tough man dude i don't even know i want to think of something like insanely funny that happened but you want to come back to it can't think yeah we might have to come back to that so take us back to the beginning where did you come up and how did you get into skating i pretty much just grew up around it because my dad and stuff and then i like what well, just whatever he was doing i was just following him around like wearing the same knee pads and shit when i was like 10 or whatever and i grew up skating uh that like, there's a skate park in Upland with, like, the f- huge full pipe. And I grew up skating that and going to, like, the Van Skate Park in Orange County where they do that, like, the bowl contest, the indoor one. Mm-hmm. And then I was, like, still, like, 11. And then I was, like, the year I went into, like, junior high school or middle school or whatever, I started, like, meeting kids and then skating street. And I was just like, what the hell? You could skate without your dad and just like (laughs) (laughs) go skate streets and then i just like completely switched and i was like probably being an asshole to him being like fuck you like i'm not going skating with you shit (laughs) (laughs) you ain't skating the full pipe no more yeah i was trying to skate the seven stair it's pretty pretty good though how old do you think you were when you got your first board uh i probably can't even remember there's like a photo of me with the skateboard and i'm like probably like one Damn. But I never I never really started like skating street or nothing like that till I was like thirteen. But I was around it. Yeah, I was around it forever and then Yeah, once I was in junior high I was like playing I remember I was playing like some baseball game, I was probably like twelve and it was like 
whatever, like the final World Series game or whatever for your little league. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like sitting there, like everyone was like, "What the fuck, man!" Like you don't even care. And I was like, "Yeah, not really. I just want to." I like had that moment. You're like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Then I was like, I got to start my career as a pro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's your favorite skate moment, man. Yeah, that's a good skate moment. You decided you're going pro. Yeah, 13 years old, going pro, like Sheckler. <laughs> you grew up Cali kid, you know, skate kid with your pops mm-hmm. and shit, but now you're in NYC. What was behind the decision to make the big move? Well, I was like pretty much going to move either here or to L.A. because a few of my friends like that, my friend Nolan and that dude Grant Yensera who does like weekend this is like way before that, but I would just go over to their house and skate for the weekend and drive over there and stay. And I was like working at Starbucks at the time, which was pretty fun actually, because <laughs> my my friend got me the job, so I'd like work a few days and then drive out there. And it's like an hour drive from my parents' house and stay there all weekend. And then uh, like two of this dude Stu and Cruz, they just moved out here and were just like living with uh they got a spot with that it was like Stuart his girlfriend that guy Ben Cato and his girlfriend at the time and then they were like yeah just come move in with us like and I was like oh dope I was like I had no idea what it was and it was like this shitty two-bedroom apartment in Bushwick oh. and I was like they're like yeah you could just like live in the living room there's enough space and I was like oh sick so I like bought a one-way not thinking I was going to move. I was just like, oh, I'll just go stay up there. And then, like, a few weeks before that, I uh, was, like, driving to L.A. in my car. Just, like, took a shit. Like, the transmission blew out. I was, like, driving on, the, driving on the highway. And, like, I would always drive in the carpool lane. But just by myself. Because I, I don't know why. And I was just, like, going. And then all of a sudden, the gas just gave out. And I was like, fuck. So I had to merge over. Yeah, like, to get 10 out. 10 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucked. And then after that, I was like, well, I could spend all the money that I had saved up and get a car and just, like, be fucked still, just live with my parents. And I was like, I'll just go and see what happens. So then, yeah, I remember, like, landing, and I was, like, so stoked. I was like, yeah, I live in New York. This is sick. And I get to the place, and it's so fucked. (laughs) So small. And, like, there's, like, this air mattress that would just, like, you'd, like, sleep wake up in the floor because it just like doesn't work <laughs> like, oh it would <laughs> deflate yeah it was nice and then i eventually like got this twin mattress like there's like a little space in between the there's like the stove and this little closet so my head is just like next to the stove <laughs> <laughs> for yeah it's fucked but it was it was really fun it was like i think i paid like 175 <laughs> what like, yeah, it was a deal. That was a like, deal, man. Dude, it was like seven of us in this apartment. Jesus. Felt so bad. Like, looking back now, it's like, dude, imagine, like, their girlfriends are probably so fucking bummed. Just like... Yeah, that's gnarly. It was, it was fucking gnarly, but it was, it was a fun time, for sure. I was like... I was like 20... Yeah, 20 years old. So... So how long did you stay there? Yeah. I was there for maybe... Honestly, almost a year. Holy like damn. I thought you were going to say, like, one month. <laughs> no, dude, I was, like, I didn't really give a shit. I was just, like, I didn't really work that whole summer. I was just, like, skating because I had money saved. And then <clears throat> I was just, like, 
fuck. Like, towards the end, I was there one day. It was, like, the first winter, I guess. They, like, thought we had a, a gas leak because we lived in the basement floor. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, they shut off, like, the the gas and the water for, like, a few days. And during that time, the pipes froze over. Cool. So, like, the second they turned the water on, I was there by myself, like, for gas. It was probably, like, around this time, like, 11 in the morning, like, making coffee or something. I'm just, like, sitting there. And then all of a sudden, this, like, pipe bursts and the roof just, like, caves in. <laughs> what? Water starts, like, leaking out so fucked. And I was just, like, by myself. <laughs> and we were just, like, there was, like, no bucket. So I, like, go to the next-door neighbor, and I was like, oh, can I use a bucket? I guess, like, what? And, like... <laughs> living there like pretty much illegally so i didn't have the landlord's number or anything and it's just like yeah i had to like call one of the people i lived with and i was like yeah there's there's a roof bust and there's a leak and they're just like what the fuck is that so the day you they, moved like, out no i stayed again are they like it was like pretty fucked they like we got them to uh they didn't even like take any money off the rent but they were like down oh, to get wow. us a hotel for like that night so we we're like yes wow got a ho- <laughs> Got a hotel for the night. They for how like many people, it though? It was four of us, I think. That's all right. You can do yeah, that was, in a hotel. That's living. It's like some nice holiday in, dope continental breakfast. <laughs> and then uh, we fucking stayed there one night, came back. And at this point, it, like, the two girls were like, this is fucked. Like, we need to find our own spot. And then we were, we were all like, oh, yeah, let's find our own spot, too, I guess. But, like, kind of looking still living there kind of and it was like middle of winter and we were like me and uh my friend Stu were like really into watching like armageddon type movies because it was just like our situation was so fucked and at that point when we got back they turned the turned the hot water off but we had gas so there's no hot water so we like couldn't shower or nothing and we were just watching like end of the world movies like (laughs) waiting for it to come yeah, and then another fucking week or so goes by, and I, uh, I like, wake up one morning, and I hear this girl, like, the next-door neighbor, saying, like, call the fire department, and I'm like, oh, great, the fucking things, our fucking place is on fire, <laughs> and I just, like, jumped out of bed, like, instinct, and it was just, like, freezing cold, like, three inches of water, like, another pipe burst in the basement, and flooded the whole downstairs level. Wow. And, like, I had, like, my pants on the floor from the night before whatever my pants are like floating and like all these skateboards under underneath my bed are like floating around in the apartment wow and then that's when i was like all right i gotta fucking the true armageddon man yeah (laughs) jesus so then you guys moved yeah at that point like everyone or the two girls got in a like a three-bedroom apartment and uh one of them who's my girlfriend now she like wasn't living in her room at the time so like she let me live in her room for a month pretty much so i was like kind of it was good i was like had my own room which was sick because <laughs> i didn't have my own room for like nine months or whatever mm-hmm. so i had my own room for a month and then the place i live at uh now um the family the family like lived across the street it's like this street kind of i guess it's like a I forget there's like a poet or a famous writer so it's like historical Mm-hmm. So they can't really change anything on the block. And they're like, they have two kids. So they were like, oh, we're going to, they like bought this huge house across the street from where they had an apartment. And there's like an extra room. And they're like, oh, yeah, you could live here and pay like, I paid 500 bucks. And I had my own little room and like all this 
fat two-story house with the backyard and stuff. Todd's beast. So I just, like, yeah, so I just came up pretty much. Otherwise, I probably, I don't know where the hell I would be. <laughs> Somewhere in Bushwick in a, next to a stove still. Floating around. Yeah. Uh, damn, yeah, the come up is real. Yeah, man, you yeah. made it now, you're living. Yeah, now I'm fucking... Went through the tough times and now... Yeah, now I'm the goat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, in New York, unlike Cali, you've got to deal with winters, much like us up here in Canada. What do you do to pass the time during the winter? You can skate through most of the winters that I've been here. It's just, like, pretty cold. But if there's, if there's no snow, you can pretty much skate. But this last winter was kind of fucked. There was a lot of snow. I actually just got, like, my girlfriend and I got, like, a guitar and a bass. So we are just doing that. And then uh, play, go to the bar, fucking play pool pretty much. Do nothing. <laughs> you working? And, uh, haven't been working for the past... I guess a year, which has been really nice. Been lucky enough to just be skating. Cashing those pro skate checks, man. Yeah. Paid to skate. <laughs> Living the dream, but, uh, eh? Yeah, no, I've been, it's been really nice. Been lucky. But yeah, I've been hanging out with, uh, let's go play pool with Dr. Z legend, Zared Bassett, because he lives down the street from me. Go try and skate that. There's like a new shitty skate park. I would meet him and, uh, this guy, Dana. I don't know if you've met Dana from Boston. Yes, our dog. Yeah, he's the goat. We would just go skate this shitty skate park, freezing, and then just go to the bar and play pool for a little bit. And yeah, so it wasn't wasn't too bad of a winter this year. But I pretty much don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I feel like I've seen some two man edits of them at a skate park. Man, where are you at? No, he's yeah, in there it's too. Like, where are your clips at, B? Where are your clips at, B? I've I've seen one with all three of you. Yeah, I need some nose manies out of some tranny and stuff like that. Yeah, it's my only trick. Dana does his uh, nollie flip back tail stall. Yeah, you can hear the wind like. (laughs) They're all bundled up. Yeah, it's nice. Wait, can we go back for one second? So when you were living with uh, Stu and Ben, and they had their their two girlfriends, and then you said they moved out, did you end up stealing one of their girlfriends? It kind of sounded like that. No, no. It was this other, or my girlfriend at now was like best friends with their two girlfriends at the time. Oh, okay. But yeah, I kind of noticed that too, but I was just going to let it slide. I did let it slide. Yeah. I'm like, let's, let's rewind that back for one yeah. second. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we no, actually moved would, out and I took the girlfriend. Yeah, that would be fire, but no. <laughs> that would be fucked. Ghost. It's summertime, the sun is shining, and we're spending most of our time outside these days, so you know Brixton had to come correct with that tropical pack. Reggie, I was so hyped when I peeped the tropical pack. You know I'm a tropical kind of man. Inspired by vintage Hawaiian prints from the dancehall era, Brixton's limited edition tropical pack features classic Brixton styles like the Havana hybrid trunk and their heritage charter woven as well as the new B-Shield Wales Polo. Styles that work from the pool to the streets. And that embodies us to a T over here at the Bunt. We love to skate and have fun, and that's what we doing in the Tropical Pack. Follow Brixton, at Brixton on Instagram, at BrixtonMFG on Twitter, and at Brixton.com to stay up to date with everything that Brixton has to offer. 
was your first big break in the skate industry? My first actual sponsor was that company, Welcome. And like at the time, Chris rode for it and all that. He like, I guess put in a good word. I would like go, go down. Uh, it's in like, it's like a two hour drive from my parents' house. It's in like Lake, like uh, the Etnies Skate Park in Lake Forest where they did like the original Go Skate Day shit, I guess. It's like a huge concrete park. And I would go down there and skate. Uh, I like met the owner and that dude, uh, Daniel Vargas and his girlfriend at the time, which was Nora. And I would go skate with them here and there. And then just started getting boards kind of through them. And then, yeah, that, I guess that was it. And then I guess I filmed that video part with that dude, Grant, that video. Um, or me and my friend Nolan share a part in that video, Cosmic Vomit too i guess that's like my first actual part and then i guess that helped a bit back 50 to but, wall ride man that's gonna turn some heads <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking pretty bad but what can you do that was a heavy banger that we love that video that was like <laughs> came out when we were in sick, uh, yeah. miami one time we were watching that like, that's every one day. That, uh, blake carpenter snapped right yeah oh yeah holy shit he he's so good bananas what's up with him right now He's he just filmed a part for there's like a new Nike video coming out. Oh shit! And I'm sure it's gonna be fucked. Yeah, he's been kind of under Is the radar like for a little bit. For a little bit. Or I don't something? think so. I think he's just chilling, and I think he lives in Long Beach. Hmm. He was doing that. Uh, he was part of the like uh, barracks push thing, and then that shit got oh, shit. destroyed. Right? What the hell is that? Remember they were doing that like documentary series where they'd like pick four skaters and they'd kind of do like a documentary and then film a part. I shot oh, okay. had one. Beeble had one. Oh shit! Okay, uh, Be- yeah, I remember Beeble's that. got dusted too. Beeble's got dusted, but I shot's part actually came out and it was. Blown. Well, he was in the first round yeah. of them where they. Actually yeah, I think did I remember it. a shots. That was like a, a while ago, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But, but then the Blake had one, and like he had like a couple episodes come out, and then it was done. Yeah, like oh, that shit. was like Leo Romero too. Was yeah, exactly. One that got dusted. Shit, but yeah, he's. I'm sure he's still fucking. He's so amazing. It's insane. Mm-hmm. That part was crazy, man. Yeah, I'm hyped yeah. to people his new switch trays, man. Oof. Yeah, thank you. I was just in Philly like a few weeks ago, and they're showing me some rail. He like maybe like switch back tailed some fucked up Jesus. rail or switch flip back tails. Like, oh my god, <laughs> can not imagine having that that skill level. No, it's jacked. So, like you said, you rode for Welcome Skateboards for a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about your time there, and how come you decided to part ways and leave. It was good. It was like I actually like moved out here, I guess, when I I guess got on like officially or whatever and then uh Chris came out for that summer and then we were just skating a bunch and uh we went to like I was supposed to go to Seattle for that there's that like a uh, all city showdown contest. I don't know if they still do that. Mm-hmm. But they like the dude paid for me to go out there, which was super fun and stayed with some guys who skated for welcome out there for like two weeks and then but yeah it was all pretty mellow he was just like pretty much you guys do whatever the hell you want and then it kind of switched like a few other people got on and then i think he realized like fuck like these guys don't do shit they're just like <laughs> pretty much or like we we're skating but not like at the level as like some other of the dudes and then he's probably like they they wanted to film a video and then one summer, like, Chris came out here, 
and uh, that guy Diego Meek, he was like supposed to film the video, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris was about to go pro too. He like shaped his board or whatever. Damn. And then kind of like, I don't know what was going on. Everybody kind of quit, or like the original team. And we were kind of talking about it. Like, I don't know. There's kind of some pressure, but no one was really feeling it. Kind of just like everything kind of just like did a 180 mm-hmm. from at least our view. And then, like, the original dude, uh, that guy Nolan Johnson, he was like, I don't know if he quit or what happened, but he, like, left, and then we were all like, oh, fuck. Kind of weird that he quit. And then I, like, hit up this guy, Logan Devlin, who also lived in Seattle, and he's like, oh, yeah, I think I think I'm just going to quit. And I was like, shit, everyone's fucking quitting. And Chris was like, Chris was actually going to get on uh, 917 at the time, and then he just, like, quit or whatever, and then I, like, called up the dude and quit and pretty much the whole original team quit not that I was a part of the original team but like at where it was at the time mm-hmm. I think everyone quit besides uh, Daniel and Nora were like the only other original people left Damn. and I kind of just like completely switched which is I mean it's fine but uh, yeah it's just like the time was right yeah exactly and then yeah that summer when, there, when we were like f- filming for the whatever filming for the welcome video i think diego made a video instead or like with all the footage that was supposed to be of us but chris was just like we would just skate all day and then like whatever at night have a few beers and we're just like fucking gotta start frog skateboards it sounds like sounds so bad like (laughs) like, (laughs) imagine if there's a company called frog skateboards just sounds fucked and then eventually yeah, after we quit, I was just like, I wasn't expecting anything. Or Chris is going to get on 917, but I wasn't expecting that. And then uh, I was kind of just like, oh, whatever. See what maybe happens. Get on, uh, maybe get on Toy Machine with Blake. Ooh. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit or whatever. And then Chris, like, something ended up happening where he didn't get on. And then he was like, oh, I think I want to start for Rock Skateboards. I was like, fucking serious? <laughs> like... Why the hell would you start a skate company? But I was I was down. And then, yeah, he just, like... I think he just... The first thing was, like, one shirt. It was like, oh, yeah, frog skateboards, but it's just a fucking T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of grew from there. And, like, I don't know, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. It's, like, pretty different from any other skate company, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, like, the graphics. and It's, like, nothing... Uh, there's no like normal graphic it's not like i feel like most skate companies make a graphic but it's just like there's nothing above the nose or the tail just like a square mm-hmm. per- perfect little graphic and then i think chris just wanted to do whatever he could do whatever he wants he's like super talented at drawing and he does all the graphics and pretty much runs everything and yeah i think it's it's so funny to go into like a skate shop somewhere and then like it's like holy shit, that board looks so fucked up. <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> like, there you go. You guys hacked it, man. That's dope. That's ballsy to start a board brand. How long ago did it become like a real thing? Yeah, it's pretty fucked, but it's sick. It's like he could. Chris doesn't have a job or anything. He could do his own shit. It's really sick, actually. How long ago did you guys make boards like for the first time? I think it was like two thousand and. 17 maybe 2016 shit's blowing up real quick eh me and donald were sleeping no that's good (laughs) it should be small i think that's what the problem was with 
welcome it kind of blew up really quick and then it got too big and then like yeah but it's it's cool i mean like that dude's doing his thing it's good but we just wanted it to be like whatever small still but it's crazy that frog even exists so pretty uh i don't know it's fucked it's, <laughs> it's cool though <laughs> yeah congrats to you boys we are doing our very best over here at the bunt to put diamonds on your wrist and hater blockers over your eyes and it is as easy as this last week we introduced the contest you have another whole week to submit your fakey 50 or your front blunt shove or both for a chance to win a huge box from chpo brand we're talking the biggest box of all time shipped out from CHPO brand. Do not slip. Get off your couch. I guarantee it's nice outside. Get your entries in. All you got to do is your best fakey 5 and or front blunt shove. Post it on Instagram. Tag the homies over here at the Bunt Live and the homies at CHPO brand. And the delivery man could be stopping at your door next. So this interview came about thanks to our mutual friend, the god, Bob LaSalle. Mm -hmm. He posted a photo on Instagram of the two of us doing an interview. And you commented on his story asking if they were talking shit about Frog again. <laughs> Why do you think we aren't down with Frog, man? Where, uh, what'd you hear? I was just fucking around. I think Dana actually was like, dude, you got to hear this. Forget who it was. It was like some, uh, the fuck is his name? It was like... Bradley Shepard. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was so good. And then he was just like, I forget what it was. Or it was like the one where you talk shit on everything, and then it was like pizza and frog. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, it's so good. Damn, Dana's out here snitching? Dana, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you got to edit that out. I'll just say it was like, I found it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's like, dude, you got to listen to this. It's so good. He's, and I was like, fuck, that's amazing. And then... uh. Yeah, it was good, and then I was just, like, probably saw Bob post something of you guys, and I was like, damn, talking shit on Frog again, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> First of all, me and Donald didn't talk shit. Oh, I went no. back and listened, because uh, Bob sent that to me, and I'm like, oh, fuck, were we talking shit on Frog? Because we've done quite a few of these interviews now, and sometimes you forget the shit you say. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten myself into trouble quite a few times. Kevin Lowry's come after me before. <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to make sure that it, it wasn't too bad. But it was literally like we just didn't even know what Frog was. Yeah. No, it's, so that's, I thought it was great. Our apologies, man. Uh, no need to apologize. Now we're, thought, now we're educated. Yeah, I thought it was great that it's good that someone was hating on it. Need that. Hey, man. You ain't nothing if you ain't got the haters, right? Indeed. DJ taught us that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I was actually, when I was just in... Uh, London has at this uh there's this shop next to that the famous skate park where people launch over the wall into the street it's called mm -hmm. Brixton's Baddest Skate Shop it's a really sick shop um but they have a bunch of old magazines in there and I was looking at this slap and it's like a DGK ad <laughs> it's like Stevie Williams doing some fucked up manual and then like in quotes it just says that's gangster oh. <laughs> Stevie Williams <laughs> So sick. Yeah, remember when DGK first came out, their ads were just like Yo Mama jokes? They were yeah, exactly. Like, I was like, dude, it's so sick. I need to bring it back. I'm sure they'll bring it back. Frog DGK collab must happen, man. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be very sick. nice. 
Frog pizza first, though. That's frog and yeah. pizza. Yeah, oh, stay away from those guys, man. Nah, that shit's dope. Little Caesars collab. Okay, maybe Little Caesars, but not pizza skateboards, man. <laughs> oh shit. So, so a while back, Yalte, did he have a, a a pro board with you guys? Yeah, he did like a guest model. One of the best out. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'm assuming you guys are too. Not really. I mean, he's a. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I love him. Yeah, he's the best. Do you think it'll be possible one day to lure him over to Frog from Polar? That's the man you need. Um, no, I doubt it. That'd be that'd be fucked up. But he was. I got there's like some quote that Costa has. There's like, if Pontus ever something happens to Pontus and I'm going to Frog or something, but he's definitely kidding. But yeah, we were just like met him one summer and i was just like holy shit this guy's fuck he's like i don't know what the word is like infectious to be around he's just like super positive and loves everything like you do a trick and he's just like yeah so sick and he just like pulls out his phone and it's like (laughs) so we're like fuck we have to do like oh we were just talking about like doing guest boards anyway like when crooked originally started they were doing guest boards and i guess it was kind of still like new at the time so we're like fuck maybe I think Nike flew him out to do it, which is really sick. Because yeah. they probably were just like, what the fuck are you going to New York to do what? But it was super fun. He came out for like 10 days, stayed pretty close to my house, and we just skated every day and, yeah, made a little video. It was super fun. But he's like, yeah, every time I'm around him, it's like the best. You're having the best time. Stoked that he was down. I think he was a little hesitant at first, but then Pontus was just like, yeah, do whatever, whatever the hell you want. So sick. It's pretty butter. Yeah. Donald, you gotta fucking get the man's number, man. That's your, that's your boy right there. We gotta get him on the show. Actively, yeah, we'll get trying. him on the show for sure. I'll, uh, I'll text him. Yeah, you text him. him. That's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> You're like his boss, kind of, right? You gave him a yeah, board. pretty much. Yeah. Like, We're gonna need you to do this, man. Yeah. yeah we good. all know fucking Bobby ain't coming through, man. I've been on Bobby for years. <laughs> Where the fuck you at, Bob? <laughs> fucking Bob, getting. Getting held down by the goat Thomas Morrison. Oh, <laughs> you know that video, the oh. Habitat commentary one. We know the vid. Holy shit, that's the best video I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, tell us more about <laughs> about that clip. Why'd you love it so much? Uh, we were actually like, it's like the first frog trip we were on, and we were actually visiting Yalta in Copenhagen. He's like showing us around, and we were just like at the Airbnb, like youtube whatever just like watching skating on youtube and it just like somehow like we weren't paying attention for a while and we were just like you know auto plays shit yeah mm-hmm. and it was just like bobby de kaiser habitat rough cut and we we're just like what the fuck is this <laughs> like with commentary and we're like and then we were just sort of like dying i could not take it <laughs> and ever since then i've like i've showed it to a few people and they're just like holy shit this is the best thing i've ever seen i actually went to uh Went to Hawaii on a Stussy trip and, like, showed all those dudes, and they were just, like, tripping, like, this dude is the shit. And I don't know, I was, like, trying to hit him up, like, I, I asked him to do a, a voiceover for one of the frog videos. What? And, he was, and he was just like, oh, shit, I don't have enough time. I was like, fuck. Well, it'd be so good if he just did one voiceover for us. I mean, the yeah, world. We can, we can make that. He's happen. one of our best friends. We grew oh, okay. up skating with him, so we could, yeah, we could get in his so ear. Yeah, good, man. The We're quotes gonna get that you that. Unreal. If you get us Yalte, yeah, we'll yeah get trade. You that's a good trade. <laughs> Yalte for Tom Morrison. Yeah, fuck man, that video is so good. He's like talking about uh, 
Evan Hay, and he's just like, yeah, he's just like the Jeremy Klein of Toronto, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> just like saying the funniest shit at that first spot, and it's just like, they like brings up TD like a million times, like pretty rugged spot, and it's just like <laughs> looks like perfect marble benches. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch that again. I don't. Dude, remember. you guys gotta maybe you should live stream it right now. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. Uh, Tom's a legend. Yeah, I love that video. <laughs> Definitely legend status for sure. Need the voiceover to happen ASAP. We got, we got you, man. We got, we got you. you. Guaranteed. He is a busy man, though, but we got he you. definitely is. You can send him some product. Oh. Ooh, he'd love that. Send him, send him some TD product. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, we're interested in knowing what the big plans for Frog Skateboards are going forward, how you guys are going to map out some new additions to your team. My friend, the ghost, is back on board. Not sure if you've seen, but the kid is looking good out there, looking young, youthful. He's got a <laughs> tape to send over to you. We're just wondering if you got room on the team, man. Yeah, we definitely got room. Fucking <laughs> send that shit now. Will it help if it has the Tom Morrison vo- voiceover? Yeah, that's guaranteed. Guest board, Tom Guess Morrison. Board. You could go pro, dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom Morrison yep. is, is the key. The yeah, he's man. yeah, he's uh, he's gonna be our TM. He doesn't even know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have no idea. There, no plans. Hopefully, just get that shit in zoomies and just That's chill. What you gotta do. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you buy your own house out there in Brooklyn, man. Yeah, maybe a rip and dip collab. Fucking yeah, rip and dip and, and pizza. Who knows? <laughs> you just a Canadian can unlock that for you, man. Yeah. You got it. You don't got any Canadians on the team, do you? Uh, no. But we're trying okay. to do actually a fucking Dustin guest board. Hopefully that happens. Nah, don't too. worry about Dustin. He's yeah, he's too nice. Ghost, man. Yeah, he's way <laughs> yeah. too nice. Dustin yeah. ain't got the Tom Morrison connect like we do. Yeah, that's true. I hit up Dustin to ask him about you, and he he fucking iced me. So forget about Dustin. Damn. Man. Yeah. Fuck him anyway. Dustin's out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, what a dick. So what's the status of the piss hippie jump? Has it been conquered yet? Oh, yeah, it's been conquered many times. I think Chris did one and Andrew Wilson did one. There's a clip. Uh, it probably got taken off YouTube because you could see a little crank. But uh, there's a... That guy, Max Palmer, made this video one winter when he like hurt his shoulder on a digital camera called Twisted Illusions. And he does one in that. Like, hippie jump into this skinny like it's like off a loading dock in this like it's like a studio that they all have and it's like the loading dock has this like little skinny metal ramp that's pretty steep and he just like does this line and at the end he just hippie jumps my pants into the bank (laughs) it's pretty fucked i think that was the last one that's pretty g should we try that donna no we're good we we went through a phase of like pissing everywhere too what you're into that I guess so, I don't know. I just like when you're <laughs> drunk it's just do whatever. Pretty sketchy. Yeah. I yeah. don't remember this phase you're talking about, Donald. Alright, relax. Pissing everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, maybe we could get Tom to do one. <laughs> Dope. Or Bobby. Bobby's definitely down. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about the story of drinking in the parking lot with Heath Kerchart? We read about it in an interview, but we gotta hear from you, man. Oh yeah. That was uh I wonder if that's even like my memory's pretty foggy that was like right when i started drinking i never really started drinking until i was like 18 or 19 and i just remember 
we would go out with like Grant and those guys they knew Heath and that guy like Skate Talk Bob who's like the funniest fucking dude ever but me and my friend Nolan are like the fake ID thing in California is like pretty strict or maybe I just had a really shitty one and I would just get denied Mm-hmm. So we were at some bar, and then we ended up, like, just drinking in the back of some truck that was parked there. <laughs> I don't even know whose truck it was. But, yeah, he was getting pretty rambunctious, if I remember. We had some bottles and throwing some glass bottles and whatnot. But uh, nobody got hurt, thank God. Nice. But, he didn't beat your ass up and tie you up? No, he probably will after he hears this, if he hears it ever. I actually seen him recently, and uh, they, like, go bowling at this bowling alley in LA and he was like this is so funny watching him bowl he was just like death eyes like bowling so serious it was so good I just like kept looking over and he's just like like staring (laughs) down the lane like so fucking good but then I think I I heard they like put money on it so he's just like trying to win the money intense goat now when I think of him I still I can't help but think about what James Hardy told us James what did he do to James Hardy he like tied him up and beat his ass up and like no fucking way fucked him up like for real for real shit. for what did they escape for like america or something it was such a gnarly story <laughs> that is fucked go back to the james hardy interview and fucking listen what did to they it. ride for together probably nothing yeah he was on what like real and fallen yeah that dude's sick he got some fire boned kick flips yeah, yeah. appreciate the bone <laughs> <laughs> A couple seasons ago, Dustin Henry, in his interview, he picked you as his most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Jesus fucking Christ. High praise <laughs> from the little guy. Thank you. Finally, someone realized. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's screwed. I didn't know Frog or you at the time, but... It yeah. just went over your head. It all makes sense yeah. now. It's easy after <laughs> watching the videos. So. Yeah, respect. Finally. Get what I deserve. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Long time coming, man. Yeah, it's been fucking 25 years of hard work. You're only 25? Uh, yeah. Just a year, man. End of my career. No, you're just getting started. (laughs) No, I'm way past my prime. (laughs) So you're an expert in Instagram edits. Other than yourself, who out there gets your respect for their social media content? Fucking shit. Bob has some really good content. I feel like all the Canadians actually have the best content. It's respect. Like E.T., E.T. is fucked, too. It's so good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Chuck and pretty much all the Dime dudes, I think, are, like, the top of the notch, pretty much. It's so good. Or, like, I love the, uh, that one of Hugo where he's, like, the coffee tastes like shit. Yeah. And then he did, like, some takeover where he did that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, the Gretzky coffee or whatever. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it, like, 12 sugars? <laughs> like, <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, man. I pretty Or, actually, you know what? Fucking... Daniel Kim. I don't know if you know Daniel Kim. Mm-hmm. He does Stingwater. You guys should follow him. Like, Stingwater grows in Vertgod. It's so fucked. He just, like, does these little voiceovers that are insane. Uh, just, like, make me cry laughing. He loves, like, yeah, he loves starting shit. It's good. I love me some Tyler Warren Instagram, too. Oh, my God, yeah. His name, too. The Soap. Yeah, the Soap. Holy shit, fucked. yeah. I was fucked. Were you guys there for that? Or that was no, in Vancouver, no, right? Yeah, that was yeah. Vancouver. But when we were in Vancouver, I saw those fountains, and there was like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> they're huge. Didn't he do it two days in a row or some shit? I'm not sure what happened, but one of them was like, they're like right downtown, and they're fucking enormous, man. Yeah, it's so fucking it's funny. Beast. <laughs> yeah, he's the fucking goat. 
It's a little spring cleaning, man. He's helping the city out. Oh, helping them. Yeah, out, just some, some straight content god right there. Yeah, Canadians are pretty good. There was one of Yalte a while ago where he was just popping wine bottles over and over again. Oh, yeah. He's, they're, they're heavy on Instagram. It's good. Mm-hmm. Instagram's pretty fucking whack, but when you do shit like that, you're just like, holy shit. You gotta unlock have, some, some yeah. secret content. You gotta have fun with it. Yeah. Don't be too fucking serious. So, we started chatting while the Raptors were in the middle of their playoff run. I think mm-hmm. they... Maybe they just knocked out Philly at that point. We're going on to the conference finals. And by now, we all know what happened. We're the best in the world at the moment. (laughs) It ain't even close, man. So you're a Raps fan for life now or what? I guess so. I just wanted fucking Golden State to lose pretty much. Amen, dog. Because three in a row would be fucked. I don't even really watch basketball, but uh, my my friend uh, Jared Sherbert, who's actually like the Stussy team manager... Mm-hmm. He's like bought like the league pass all year and he's just telling me how dope it is. Sick. It's like, oh, that sounds sick. And I would all, we always play like, whatever, I always play that game 2K with him. But I just like never kept up with basketball. And then I started watching, uh, yeah, watching the playoffs and I was just like got hooked pretty much watching games yeah. by myself at my house. Sick. And then, but yeah, I didn't fucking, I blew it on the finals because in, in London they play at like four in the morning because the time difference is so oh, tweaked. Yeah. So I didn't even get to see. I saw one game, I think. Or actually, I saw the conference finals game when the Raptors won. I was at the airport. Yeah. Like, about to get on the plane to Iceland, and they just won. Damn. That was a big one, man. (laughs) So funny, man. The playoffs are infectious, dog. That shot fucking, what's his name, Kawhi Leonard, that fucked up, like, buzzer beater shot where it, like, bounced around three times. It's unreal. That was Mother's Day, man. Yeah. But I was talking to Jed... I saw Jed the other day on my way home from work. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, I'm just like so into basketball right now. Like, I want to watch more basketball. <laughs> like, we need another game. I'm like, there's no more games for a while, man. It's over, dog. We won. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Infectious yeah, it is like, dog. yeah, it's definitely uh, an addiction for sure. Did you catch any heat when you moved to New York? I've just remembered that fucking crazy Instagram. Was that just some loose Instagram shit? Or do you actually feel that? And I actually went and looked for that Instagram again, exposing oh, yeah, hood hoppers, got, and you got roasted. I think somebody got somebody flagged it or something. Yeah, I thought it was great. They were calling uh, me and my friend Nolan uh, child molesters, which is pretty fucked. Jesus. But I didn't realize he was like DMing me because I was just like responding to all this shit. Just thought it was great because like none of us fucking I never claimed New York or nothing. Yeah, but he was just like, it's like all right, you fucking chomo, and I was like, yeah. Like, thought he was calling me, like, a California homo. <laughs> oh. And then so I'm just like, yeah. Just, like, saying, like, not denying it or whatever. And then he, like, posted, like, not even denying being a chum. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> wow. So gnarly. But, oh, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's nice to get called out. Who is that? You need the, you have any I, idea? I have no idea. Yeah. They hit but, us up trying to come on the show. And I'm like, what are we literally going to talk about for an hour, man? Well, that would be good. But, yeah, I don't know, I guess. It's He'd have to reveal himself. Dusted now. I think uh, someone figured out who it was, maybe, but it was, like, some guy from Queens, some of the Browns dudes maybe grew up with or something. Mm. But, uh, yeah, no one really fully knows. <laughs> a real New Yorker. Yeah, a real New Yorker. He was going Probably off for a second. Oh, yeah. imagine. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, they were loving it. 
but it was a good it was a good laugh. Those are some heavy accusations. Though. I'm surprised you were able to laugh that off. The the chomo accusation is pretty fucked. Once I realized what it was, <laughs> for a second I was just like, yeah, <laughs> like yo, that's funny. And then you're like, oh, that's pretty fucked up. But uh, everything else is pretty funny. They were saying, minus that. But <laughs> what can you do? Internet's a crazy place. Wait, what is chomo again? Child molester. Oh shit. Yeah. I thought. Okay, okay. I thought you said it was a California. No, well, that's, that's what, what I th- he thought. That's, that's what you he thought. Like, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit! And then the guy posted. Well, he screenshotted the conversation. And yeah, he's, and like, he's, like, he's not. Oh my god, that's so gnarly. That's yeah, pretty intense subject. There, it's fucked. So, if you had to make one guess, you'd say it's Pulio. No, nah, it's probably. Yeah, probably Pulio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, man. Last question. What's next for Jesse Alba? I don't know. Just keep trying to skate. Thanks for filming for like a little Stussy video. Trying to film a little frog video again. Um, and yeah, just keep skating and filming stuff. And yeah, trying to go to the Commodore as much as possible. This bar right next to my house. <laughs> uh, pretty much, yeah. That's about it. Business as usual. Love it. Yeah. Just working pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. It's rapid fire with the ghost, and this week it's an honor to be presented by Grimple Sticks. Grimple is a product of your imagination. Now imagine Evan Smith's guest board. Then imagine two of them. From the guest company with real pros, Grimple Sticks brings you the Evan Smiths before 8.5 and after 8.6. Again, for the first time, transcending dimensions, heading to Prestige Skate Shop, 303 Pacific Drive, and skate shops around the universe. Grimple Sticks holding it down for the people. Yo, Gerwer, when can I get a guest board, eh? <laughs> All right, Jesse, let's, let's get this shit popping, you heard? Gunshots. The most hungover rapid fire yet. <laughs> Favorite skater? <laughs> uh, Pat Rakestraw. Favorite Ooh. video? Pizza, prepare the video. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> Favorite video part? <laughs> Probably Ragdoll in the pig, pig slaughterhouse video. Real shit. So good. <laughs> Favorite style? Probably Bob Burnquist. <laughs> Actually... Yo, someone posted his uh, fakey five zero fakey flip. Oh my, dude, twisted. It's the best skater. He's actually the best skater. If I could change that and then change the part to the manic Mahdi, Bob Burnquist. Holy shit! Switch flip so fifty sick. the mega ramp. Dude, yeah, the mega ramp stuff. And was that a switch heel front lip he did or switch heel board? I don't even know, but either way, yeah. goat levels. Best skater. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Probably Jason Adams from like a. The enjoy video that one's good and then the black label video is so fucking good most talented skateboarder on planet earth probably yelte favorite trick three shove smith oh my god wow <laughs> butters <laughs> hardest trick for you I think hardest trick is kickflip but i could i'm kind of learning them right now but i suck i just like kick down but sometimes i was a. Uh, Sometimes I'll have some luck, but that's probably the hardest trick. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree with that one. Yeah. Most illegal trick. Three shove Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Um, probably like second this rail. Just jump to sack this rail. <laughs> Four stair. Hell yeah. Pretty good clip. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Uh, I fucking yesterday. Cyrus did this psycho trick. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to uh, air it out, but did some really gnarly trick into the courthouse, like the famous one in New York. Into the bank? The manual trick. Yeah, that's fucked. Damn. Damn. Yeah. So you guys were at Black Hubba. Yeah, all day. <laughs> and then he just, like, we were just sitting there for hours, like, drinking in the sun, not doing shit, and then he just did the most fucked up trick in, like, ten minutes. It's insane. Damn. I hope he didn't do nose manny nolly heel. Mitch has been claiming that one for years. Yeah. Still wide open. I think maybe Walker Ryan maybe did that. Or he didn't know as many nolly flip. Nolly flip, yeah. It's so sketchy it's right now, though, because they have all the barriers around it still. So it's like, if you fuck up, you're going to get smoked. And you have to go off the very edge, like the very edge of the end. Jesus. But, Manny back one, yeah. man. Oh, I'm hyped to peep this fucking clip. Yeah, it's going to be fucked. Crying the 9117 video. Back 180 fakey 50. I mean, fakey Manny. Yeah. Half cabin. Ooh. Like a steez lord. <laughs> uh, what's the best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? Probably some, like, skate park shit when I was younger. Some, like, skate park rail that I was so stoked on and probably could never do it again. What's the one trick that got away? Trying to get it back. It's, like, tail slide on a handrail, actually. Haven't done them in years. I used to be able to do them, like... Somehow. That's so random. But <laughs> trying to get him yeah, back. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I did one on a little park rail the other day, and I was like, getting my confidence back. Pretty scared, though. <laughs> Gonna have to get those back. <laughs> For Heath. For Heath. <laughs> this is a new one, the Mitch Barrett edition. Goat. First time asking it. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? <laughs> back to my hometown. This dude is claiming this, like, what that trick is called, like a dump truck where you, like, no stall and pull over this mm-hmm. he's trying to claim this fucked up thing that like Leo Romero actually frontside 180 over it it's like a waist high rail and it goes off like a drop that's like probably 10 feet and he's claiming like dump truck on that and we get there and he's just like yeah I got this and he just like rolled up for hours and never tried <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yes classic. what's his name yo expose it's, this bunter of pain oh, fuck. I think his name is Rico <laughs> he's sick he was like his favorite band was System of a Down <laughs> I wonder where he's at these days, but fucking legend. Rico. For that. Rico's the yeah. first ever. Fucking Bunter. Bunter. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? Fuck, I just learned a new... Oh, I just learned a front shove at late flip like two days ago. Sick. But nice. it looks like a varial heel, so... But still front shove late, late flip to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dream job after skating? Just, uh... Oh, work at the Commodore, yeah. Oh! The bar by my house. Hell dream yeah. job free nachos for life <laughs> favorite local brand i'm gonna say hard body this guy ej does it. it's fucking dope he's the man favorite local skater prizared legend favorite teammate ever andrew brophy cons oh beast yeah never even met him but we just met him in <laughs> vancouver uh, oh wow sick i'll tell him you said that next time i see him yeah indeed <laughs> Uh, worst teammate ever. Bobby to Kaiser, Cons never got me that Thomas Morrison. It's not the plug. Audio. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's yeah. not the plug we thought he was. 
Yeah, Bobby for sure. Fuck that dude. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Worst company. Yeah, Jenny Skateboards. <laughs> I actually looked at it. It's so good. <laughs> Shots fired back, man. We'll see, and we'll do a game of skate. <laughs> to take the title of worst skate company. Loser shuts their company down. Oh. <laughs> hey, Brad. Brad can do like every trick, so skate, I don't know if man. you. I don't know if you want to do that. Yeah, so he might. He might win and take that title. Worst company. Oh. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> worst trend. I want to say like the fake hands. I love that one. That's so funny. Like the careful hands or whatever. Yeah, mm. caution hands. They call yeah, it. Yeah, that stuff is. That stuff's nice. You like that. <laughs> I like that. Nice. <laughs> and like a, but it's terrible, but it's funny. Yeah. You know? Or like the Instagram edits are really good too. I like the, uh, oh yeah, we could do that. Like the kickflip, no comply stuff. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Oh, it's so good. It's all together. Yeah. Shit's nice. <laughs> Worst style. Um, Dustin Henry. Woo! <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Off top. Oh! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Worst style. Shit. Probably E.T. Yeah, Dustin and E.T. tied. Savage. Those whack-ass sagging jean shorts. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh? Probably E.T. for sure. The Woat. Damn. Holy. Coming in high, yo. That's too, yeah. too much Canadians getting fucking roasted right now. Yeah, he deserves it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, all... All coverage is good coverage, or what's that saying? What? All press is good All coverage press. is good coverage? <laughs> yeah. Not this coverage, man. <laughs> All right, before we wrap this up, we ain't going to let you off the hook, man. What's your favorite skate moment? Oh, fuck, dude. I've, I guess I'll skate. I'll say that the other one I said earlier when I jumped to sack the four. Is there four somewhere we rail? could see this? Is there footage of this? I can send it to you guys. It is. I might have it, actually. It's so painful. But I actually couldn't skate for, like, six months because I sacked so hard. Fuck. I, like, uh, like ruptured my urethra. Oh. So I just, like, had to get surgery and all this nice catheters and all that good stuff. Jesus Christ. How old were you? my favorite skate movie. Uh, like, 18 or 19. But it was right when Netflix came out, so it's fire. <laughs> I just got to watch Netflix for six months. Just don't skate rails. Pretty good. Uh, hey, there you go. Pretty good lesson learned. <laughs> Only tail slide him. Only tail slide because it's hard to sack. <laughs> yeah. Only down rail though, not an out rail. Yeah, that makes sense. Why you want a tail slide? You ain't sacking that. No lip yeah. slides for you though, huh? Uh, no, I could lip slide, but yeah, sack factor probably out now for those. Yeah, switch front lip. Nolly back Smith, no sack factor. Let's <laughs> <laughs> you nolly flip in like Mickey Kook Papa. You did that. Mickey the goat. Disgusting. All right. I've seen him at the barracks, but he, yeah, anyway. <laughs> won't get into that. That's a good place to wrap this up. Man, Jesse. Yeah. Thanks for stepping inside Studio E, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sorry, uh, sorry, E.T. and Dustin for talking shit on you guys, but, you know, it's all love. I'm sure they'll live. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week we are very pleased to announce 
America is releasing the Romero Americana, an updated classic in a white pig suede with America's very own polyurethane G6 insole. Do yourself a favor, support the man Leo Romero, good friend of the show, and head down to your local skate shop and get yours now. Y'all know what time it is. Let's get into these emails. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got a voice note from Ted Barrow. Exactly how we like to start off the post office. Let's take a listen. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Ted again. Um, just to clarify, I was actually not complaining about pro skaters not knowing about professional sports outside of skateboarding because, um, you know, they're skateboarders. That's cool. And you're right. Their answers are often great. Uh, Toby Shuals, one being one of my all-time favorites. But um, I was just making fun of some kid's email from the week before, but now we're like two weeks later. But one thing I would like to suggest, so I'll put this in question form, is why don't you have two different letter sections? Like you have a skate letter section that you cover in the skate thing with that one beat by Antoine, and then you have the fantasy sports letter section that you have in that other section with the other beat which honestly I prefer also by Antoine. You know, so in other words, like you have two sections, one skate discussion, one sports and fantasy sports discussion, and you have two mailbox sections for each section. Is that too many sections? It's not that many. It's like, you know, you got the interview part, then you got like letter section, skate discussion, letter section, fantasy sports discussion, uh, because frankly, um, life is short for all of us. It's very precious, and I don't have time for that many uh seconds devoted to hearing people talk about fantasy sports all right thanks ted our dog that's a great idea i understand some of these skaters don't want to hear us mambling about fantasy sports and our fantasy sports teams it's actually of no interest to anyone but ourselves so for that we apologize but unfortunately ted that's just part of the show man (laughs) yeah we, we ain't got time to be breaking up more sections Um, But it is a very good idea. We're just too lazy. Essentially, it is too many sections, my dog. (laughs) All right, next up, we got an email from Anthony. What up, Ghost, Dono, and Antoine? I enjoyed reading your illegal trick Q&A thing on Jenkum. I watched David Gravett's new Bronson part out of complete boredom, and I definitely hope that you didn't watch it either. 90% of the clips were illegal. (laughs) Strange foot plants, late shove-its. Even a finger heel flip in there. I'm not one to criticize trick selection too harshly, and I also know he might be getting older, but seriously, that part was unwatchable for me. My question is, which skater has the worst trick selection and or does the most illegal tricks? Uh, I watched that David Gravette part as well, but I actually liked it. I don't know if you saw it. No, I didn't watch it, man. It was like, that was just the theme of the part. It wasn't like a serious part. He was just fucking around. It was like a... A fun, you know, fucking around part, just skating weird obstacles and doing weird shit. Any body jars? I still don't know what those are. But <laughs> the the point is, you can't you can't judge that part harshly. Like we all know, David Gravett's gnarly as fuck, and he's a beast. Yeah. And just watch his old parts to know what he's capable of. I think that was a a, what, a bearing, Bronson bearings. Is that what that is? Yep. So you know he's not going 110 for that. He's just giving us some content. Um, so I definitely ain't hating on that part. 
Oh, and as far as the skater with the most illegal trick selection, I'm gonna have to go with Stephen Lawyer, man. Oh, true, true. He's getting bad. His name's come up many times. He's so good, though. That's what I think. That's what pisses most people off. Maybe we'll have to talk to him one day. Yeah, <laughs> get inside that brain. Someone huh? holler at him. Uh, for me, what came to my mind immediately was Richie Jackson. Pure disgusting. Thanks for the email, Anthony. First man to drop into our brand new website's post office, eh? Hell Respect. yeah. Next up, we got an email from Mikey Richards. Boys, what's poppin'? I always paid attention to the up-and-comers out of Canada back in the day, and this one kid that was totally killing it just disappeared out of nowhere. Whatever happened to Brandon Del Bianco? Does he still skate? Shit. I meant to DM him when I read that email the other day and like just get the answer from him. Mm-hmm. I've only heard rumors. I forget. Well, he got a full-time job. I think he got a girlfriend. We've actually answered this before. It's yeah, I believe we've back. been asked about Binko before. Yeah, he was yeah, the only back insane, in the day. Man. So good, but some people just kind of grow out of it a little bit, you know? Yeah, he, he was I ahead of he his time. Out of it. And I think he kind of fucked himself with uh, his King shit interview. Yeah. When he was talking about a bunch of gnarly shit and he was on Element, so he should have had the squeaky clean image, but he was talking about like gang bangs and fucking weird shit. Then I think Element kind of put him on the back burner and he was clearly good enough to be Am, but uh, that might have been part of him getting over it, just like I'm killing it and not getting anywhere with it. So mm-hmm. mixed with full time job and girlfriend well we can tell you that he's doing well at least it's not like a bad story he's just yeah yeah he's just not really skating he's fine and when he does skate here and there i'm on instagram he's still so good same yeah Yeah. all right next up we got an email from brett nakamoto what's up bunt fam so i'm around the same age as you guys maybe a year or two older and i'm a skater from whitby ontario what up bobby d and when I was coming up skating, we played games of poser rather than calling it a game of skate. Just wondering if this is the same story for you guys back in the day, or was this just a weird thing we did in our hood? If this was the same for you guys, when did it change? Think it's due to the sensitive ass nature of the internet generation? Anyways, thanks for reading this. If it makes it on the podcast, I'm hyped. Love your work. Peace. Brett Nakamoto. Yo, I like your last name. Is that fun to say? Nakamoto? Yeah. <laughs> I think I said it differently twice, too. Yeah, horse. Horse is basketball. Yeah, horse is basketball. That's where that originated from. And yeah, I think we all, like, when we were super young, it started with Poser. A but, Poser, right. But to my knowledge, I think ever since me and the Ghost have been friends anyways, and, like, our crew formed, it was always skate. Yeah. Sorry, we don't have a better answer. We don't know the history on that one, but it's been skate as long as I remember. Might have just been a weird Whitby thing. A bunch of weird shit going on out there. Yeah. All right, next up, we got an email from Willie G. Shout out, Bunt Crew. Big ups from Melbourne, Australia. Want to say thank you for your entertainment on the pod while I'm out at work gardening away, getting hyped to go cruise. Listen to the Jake Phelps episode multiple times recently. The man is a legend. So much inspiration. Enjoying the new season and loving what you guys do for it. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, you could just buy a hoodie and, uh, you know, we'll call it even. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a deal for us, really, G-Man. Thanks for the email and shouts to Melbourne. All right, next up, we got a voice note from the legend, Paul Duncan. What up, bud? 
It's Paul again from Montgomery, Alabama. I'm back at you on the road, Dono. Um, I got a real fucking question for you boys this time, though. Uh, where do you guys work? And how often do you guys get to skate because of work? Like, do you get to skate every day on the weekends or... I mean, I've got it pretty good right now. I work a job where I deliver, like, hospital beds and oxygen to people's houses and shit. And if I don't have an order, I just pull up at the skate park, pull up at the fucking spot even. I just keep my board in my truck. Um, But, yeah, shout out to Asshole Grip Tape on Instagram. Uh, Asshole Grip Tape. So tight, you won't slip out. If you ain't riding asshole, you're probably just riding dick. Alright boys, till next week. Paul, we fucking love hearing from you, dog. Um, we've said it before, what we do, save as a PA, doing all sorts of commercials and all that jazz. Sometimes he's even acting in them. Pretty face, not just fit for radio. <laughs> and uh, I work at a local beer store, full-time, five days a week. So we definitely would like to be skating full-time, but we do it uh, as much as we can when we're not working. Usually it's evenings for me during the week. Get two or three sessions in, hopefully. That's on a good week, man. I'm not going to lie. This summer, I've been taking it real easy. I'm freelance, so uh, I can say yes or no to jobs. And uh, this has been one of the funnest summers I've had in years, so I'm skating a lot more. It's July 7th, dog. We got lots of ways to go. Couldn't be happier, man. Uh, the summer's good. But, yo, I'm hyped to hear uh, you got a, a real noble job delivering oxygen and shit like that. Hell, yeah. Uh, that's some real shit, bro. But uh, it's dope that you get to skate a lot, too. Also, for me, it kind of works out skating only two or three times a week because if I'm out there five days a week, my body ain't really performing at the level I'd like it to, man. Yeah, a day off or two in between sessions, you got the springs back. Absolutely. Back to back days, that pop on day two or three. Especially in this summer heat, dog. Real shit. All right, we got an email from our favorite Texan homie, Nick Eeks. Big fan of the Cowboys, Rockets, and Dallas Stars. Well, 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 how about that free agency, huh? What a wild fucking week it's been. I just finished the rundown from last episode and kudos for the ones you guys got right let me focus in on that bitch jimmy butler can't believe he went to miami but honestly i've had time to be okay with it i'll sit back and watch him implode that whole team too moving along stoked we kept tobias and was thoroughly shocked we landed horford dude was always in beach kryptonite so having him on our squad is great Onto my question, now that the Clippers made the craziest moves and the Lakers seem to be trying their hardest to build a super team to stop them, which team will be the king of LA? Nick, what's good? Great question, my dog. Honestly, with the acquisition of Cousins, if he can get back to his former self a little bit, that was a a huge counterpunch to the Clippers landing Kawhi and Paul George. But I honestly think the Clippers are going to beat him, man. I just think it's a better team. None of these guys are intent on being the superstar. They're all down to work. They all grab their lunch bag and their hard hat and go to work every day. Let's not forget about the Clippers team that they already had there. Pat Bev, Lou Will coming off the bench, Montrezl. They hungry, man. Paul George wants to win. Yeah, that whole team has a chip on its shoulder and already plays hard as fuck. I'm going Clippers all day. 
maybe it's blasphemous for a Toronto person to say this now, but I'm excited to watch the Clippers. Why blasphemous? I'm a Clippers fan. I know, but you know there's some sensitive fans out here in Toronto about, you know, Kawhi leaving. But Oh, I got a point to make about Kawhi leaving. We'll, we'll save that for the rundown. But uh, definitely Clippers, King of LA, LeBron James, man. I loved you, Doc, but... I just can't get down with some of the shit you pull. I'm sick of him trying to play like chess with the league and like he won't go anywhere unless it's, you know, lined up to be, be playing with multiple superstars. Uh, so it was good to see him kind of fail at the Kawhi recruiting. Isn't it funny that Boogie and AD are teammates again? Yeah, and Rondo. So crazy. Kind of like that. About your, your 76ers, man. Don't worry about Jimmy Butler. I've been saying it since they acquired those two last year. Tobias Harris makes more sense with oh, Ben Simmons 100%. and Embiid. He doesn't need the ball as much. He's a better three-point shooter. And don't sleep on Jay Rich, man. He's a my fucking boy. young beast. The, the Sixers are my favorite to come out of the East right Jimmy now. Jimmy Light, man. Jimmy they, Light. They're going to have an entire year to, to play together as opposed to last year was rushed. And they still were right there with the Raps. So uh, right now, if I had to put money on it, I would say Philly and Clippers in the finals, man. So... Mm-hmm. You guys are looking good, man. You just got to build that bench out a little bit throughout the season. And you're going to be a, a tough team to stop. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Keep sending them voice notes and emails into thebuntlive at gmail.com or head over to thebunt.com. Record your own voice note. Send your own email right from there. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Last week, we laid our predictions for NBA free agency and watched it all unfold in front of our eyes. There were a couple we got right. We nailed Jimmy Butler going to Miami. We nailed Tobias Harris staying home in Philly. We were kind of right on Kyrie and KD. Well, I was wrong. The ghost was kind of right. Had that one figured out. I think everyone in the world knew exactly where Kemba was going. We missed on our main dog, Kawhi Leonard. I think most people would think we'd be cheesed right now, yeah? I know, I've been getting a lot of DMs and just people being like, hey, sorry for your loss. Reggie, what loss? We won and now we're done. What I'd like to explain to y'all people, a bunch of teams got better in free agency, correct? How many, four or five? Really good teams. Out of the Sixers who got better, LA obviously improving, the Clippers are improving. Denver's already there. Portland's already there. Utah. Utah doing great. They're still vying for what we already got. Like, how many of those teams are even going to win a championship in this window, man? We already won. I would have never thought the Toronto Raptors were going to win an NBA championship, man. And it's already done. Y'all can't take that from us. We're going to miss Kawhi because we loved him. True King of the North will always be a legend here in Toronto. Came through and gave us something we didn't even think was possible. There's no ill will towards Kawhi Leonard. We just like to thank you, man, for everything. Straight up. All it is is a thank you for stopping by. Thank you, Masai, for for bringing him here. It was such a magical run. It's okay to be sad, but you definitely cannot be mad at Kawhi. The man's from Cali. He wants to go home. Who cares, man? Imagine growing up in the States and then getting shipped to to Canada. Mm -hmm. Of course, Toronto is a great place. We know that, but you can't blame the guy for not wanting to live in the snow in another country. He came, he conquered, and we love him for life. And the crazy thing about the NBA that kind of bugs me, especially because the Raps are champs now, is that it's a 365 sport. It's entertaining year-round with free agency and shit like that. That as soon as a champion is crowned, 
two days later ad goes to the lakers and people are already forgetting that every all these trades are all to win a fucking championship everything every little detail that we love year round the goal is to win a championship which we did so just put some respect on the raps you can never take this away from us 2011 mavericks uh mm-hmm. 2008 celtics and 2004 pistons and 2019 raptors are the four teams in the last 21 years to only win one championship five by the lakers five by the spurs three by the warriors uh three by the heat like this league it's hard to be that random blip team i hope history puts respect on the raps just like we love the we we watched the whole mavs run it was magical same thing for the raps Let's put some fucking respect on this shit, man. This but. is what we want to tell you guys about pro sports is to enjoy the highs, man, and enjoy the ride. We loved every fucking minute of it, not knowing if we'd ever get back here. Obviously, Kawhi was a th- thought in the back of our head the whole season, but just enjoy it, man, because you could lose all your free agents next year. The NBA is crazy. Nothing's guaranteed. But one thing that you can, can't take away from us is that we got the Larry OB in Canada right now. And we laughing, man, because y'all just want to do what we just did. And uh, it's pure enjoyment, man. Straight up. To all the chirps we've gotten, it's hilarious. From people whose dusty teams, like, maybe didn't even make the playoffs, like, trying to chirp us because Kawhi left. Who cares? We're champs for life, and we love Kawhi for life. And what this proves more than anything is Masai Ujiri is a true king in this league we got ourselves one of the fucking greats to have the balls to pull off that trade knowing full well he's probably gonna leave anyways he just wanted that one win knowing how how special to win a championship is mission accomplished thank you Masai, and thank you Kawhi, man we'll love you forever i'm sure there's gonna be Kawhi's gonna be talked about in canada from time no ill will enjoy your time back in cali man thank you so much Hey, we gonna be on that Clippers wagon too. I can't wait to see that team on paper right now. They're nasty, mm-hmm. and we love two-way defensive wings here. Fucking, woo, it's gonna be a fun team to watch. So let's talk about the transaction that went down with the Los Angeles Clippers. Something that no media had. Shouts out to Kawhi and his team for keeping everyone in the dark. Media was guessing all week. Our boy Jalen Rose. Man, we thought uh, we thought you had the inside scoop. Would have loved for him to come back, obviously. But what it came down to, Kawhi went to the Clippers and said, get Paul George and I'm coming, man. How crazy is that? Hey, Kawhi, everyone thought he was just that quiet, low-key guy, you know. And all of a sudden, he's pulling out the LeBron fucking behind-the-scenes power plays. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. I feel like he he's one of the three best players however you want to rank them i've got him number one now just because kd's obviously out lebron's too old but he he's sick of just being in the shadows you know that year with Mm -hmm. the spurs with the injury kind of everyone forgot about him and he just reminded everyone with that playoff run and now this power play that yo i'm the man the power structure in the nba goes through him he could have gone to the lakers and literally ruined the league i would have been so fucking angry and not watched I probably wouldn't have watched the Lakers in the finals if they made the finals. Like, it's just, that would have been horrible. I'm so happy he did what he did because, dude, there's so many people in the media that I swear just are part of LeBron's extended camp, ex-teammates and shit, who all tried to speak him going to the Lakers into existence. It didn't happen. Kawhi's a beast. He takes super teams down. He doesn't join them. 
next year is gonna be fucking awesome man i like the the two stars and at a bunch of different teams instead of the super three star team and i'm just so pleased with the fact that paul george is who he chose for his running mate i couldn't have picked a better co-star to ride with Kawhi. the defense the all-around game the clippers are gonna be absolutely fantastic man and it brings a smile to my face i'm truly happy for Kawhi, man for him to be able to do kind of what lebron does but not how lebron does it it's just a slap in the face to lebron being like you want all this fandom but Kawhi's gonna get the championships at the end of the day i fucking hope so man the battle of la is gonna be real fun uh, I Circle got your calendars against. for Christmas Day. That's going to be a heavy hitter, Are man. Are they playing each other? Christmas Day. Yes. But, man, the league, whew, the league is in a good place. Like, Kawhi's decision saved the league, I think. There's parody everywhere. And, um, dude, just think about, like, even the Pelicans. I can't wait to watch them. Mm-hmm. There's so many teams that I'm hyped for. The Pacers, the Jazz. Let's not forget the Nuggets, man. The Nuggets, dude. Oh, the Nuggets just traded for Jeremy Grant. Uh, a first round pick to the Thunder. So it looks like they're kind of slowly blowing things up over there. Uh, but that Steven Adams and Westbrook contract, whew, those are going to be hard to move. Mm-hmm. But yo, for fantasy purposes, I don't know if I should say this out loud because, I mean, everyone will figure it out soon enough. But yo, Shea Gilgis Alexander, if they move Westbrook to Miami, he's going to be a fucking stud and uh, might be worth a, a high pick in the draft, man. So let's talk about that. Russell Westbrook, man, it seems like the OKC Thunder have tried everything for him. He's stuck there by himself in OKC. I've always loved the guy. He kind of turned me off a little bit in that Portland series, coming at Dame Dollar like that. Like, I'm not a big fan of players who, who do all that barking, but Russ left on an island now in OKC. It's presumed he's going to get moved. It just is a, as a bad look all around. But we were chatting before we started recording. And where do we think he's going to end up? Miami makes the most sense because they're down for stars. Um, they've got a bunch of dusty contracts that they could trade for his huge one. Um, Jimmy Butler and Westbrook. I don't know if Jimmy would be hyped on that. I feel like he went there to be the dude, and then Westbrook has more uh, star power than him, Mm -hmm. even though Jimmy might be better and more efficient at this point in their careers. I believe so. I mean, Paul George was better than Westbrook last year, even if people don't want to accept that. Westbrook's a bigger star. It's weird. It wasn't even close, though. Yeah, no. but Dude, Westbrook was shooting like dog shit from the line and the field. Uh, Yeah, Miami could work. Houston's looking into it, but I don't know how that... Like, why would... I don't know why the Thunder would want to take Chris Paul. No. Um, but that, that'll that be interesting to see. At this point, Westbrook, if he leaves the Thunder, they're going to be thankful just like we are for Kawhi. It's not going to be like KD leaving where he's hated. Like, he gave his heart and soul to that franchise. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see him get past the first round. It's been sad. Four years getting bounced since KD left in the first round. He needs a little bit of reinvention. I think he's going to take this time in the summer to rethink what's going on with his game man because we've said that clearly before. triple doubles ain't paying off he needs and, to look uh, in the mirror man. there's a bigger goal man one that the raptors just won if we didn't remind you guys <laughs> we'd also like to give some love to danny green switch teams as well i think most people presumed he was gonna go with Kawhi. unfortunately he's pretty close but not exactly on the same team signed with the lakers big shouts to danny green man we loved you loved having you as a raptor you're going to go down in history right right beside Kawhi. Definitely had some ups and downs in the playoffs, but locker room presence and just confidence he instilled in the team all year round. 
is uh you can't put a, a dollar amount on that thank you danny fucking legend toronto legend forever now mm-hmm. his uh, afro at the parade i was gonna say was legendary no one's forgetting that and yo he got himself a massive bag two years 30 million uh he got way overpaid but mm-hmm. hey you're only worth what you can negotiate whatever jalen rose says that's it so congrats to danny on uh 15 million a year for the next two years man isn't it funny that the different past that the raptors took than the lakers once we both missed out on Kawhi. The Lakers immediately spent money, and the Raptors immediately went in a different direction. Classic Masai, and got himself a couple, couple new young studs that he's gonna try and build up here, man. Yeah, uh, shouts to to Masai. We're gonna roll the dice on Stanley Johnson and Rondé Hollis Jefferson, two guys drafted in 2015. Stanley was the eighth pick, and Rondé the 23rd. They both kind of fell out of favor with their coaches. Um, and haven't been playing crazy minutes, but they're drafted in the first round. And uh, Stanley's a lottery pick, defensive lockdown dude. Let's see if his defense or his offense can catch up to his defense and uh, might have a couple low-key studs on our, on our squad. All right, let's slide over to the NHL for a quick second before we wrap this up. We want to send a big congrats to our boy, Wayne Simmons, signing a big-time contract, five sheets. Heading to New Jersey to join your boy PK Subban. Woo. Quick thought. Reggie, I already said I was jumping on the devil's bandwagon, Absolutely. and now our homie is on the team. I actually got to watch hockey next year, man. This is amazing. Congrats on the bag, Deggy. Very hyped to watch the New Jersey Devils. Congrats, Wayne. And the Toronto Maple Leafs also made a big-time move trading Nazem Kadri, a center who beloved in the city, hometown boy. But we're just a little deep down the middle and we needed some defensive help. One out and got Tyson Berry and Alex Kerfoot from the Colorado Avalanche. Absolutely love the move. And hopefully it increases our defensive depth without losing too much in the front, man. You gonna miss Kadri? Damn, we got Alex? Yo, that's big things. No, we yo. got Tyson. Tyson's the one. I thought you said Alex. We got them both, but Tyson's the big dog. Oh, I'm more hyped on Alex just from my scouting. Okay. Look out for Alex next season. Any more uh, notes on NHL free agency? <sighs> Fucking. Our boy Phil Kessel got traded. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We mentioned that last week. You know, two time champ back to back. Yeah. There it is, man. Your stats for the day. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. That's going to wrap up this episode of The Bunt. Shouts to the ghost, man. Bringing those NHL statistics. Reggie, I'm going to watch next year, and I'm going to shock you one week and just drop bear stats on you. Trust me. Well, me and the listeners can't wait. But that ain't going to be next week, unfortunately.